What's up, everybody? It's Jaren from the Hockey Podcast Network's newest show, the Windy City Benders Podcast. My co-host Tanner and I bring our unique takes on Blackhawks hockey. Us on this show have been a, a pro Carlton guy. for He's the right coach for the situation. Giving it to our rivals. That's one of the things that kind of sucks. I wish we would have had the Blues in our division this year because our trash. As well as bringing in some guests from the NHL. Please welcome to the show, goaltender Scott Darling. The Eagle himself, Ed Belfort. Brian Bickle. David Boland. Letter Kenny. The, the show started out with uh, basically a, a beer league hockey team. And anybody who loves the game. Find us on all your favorite podcast apps, the Hockey Podcast Network website, and on social media at... Basketball has officially entered the second half of the season. This is time for teams to prove if they are contenders or pretenders. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Get in action now to claim your free shot and millions of dollars in total prizes using the code THPN during a sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stand under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against competition. Feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, assist means so much more with the DraftKings daily fantasy lineup. And you know, look at the teams right now who's... Who's still, who can still make the playoffs? Who's on the bubble? I know the Toronto Raptors are on the bubble. There are a lot of teams still on the bubble. Raptors in the East, like I said, New Orleans in the West. There are a lot of teams that still could make it. There's a lot of action still to go in the second half of the season. It's super interesting to see what could happen with DraftKings. Payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the, the DraftKings app now. Use the code THPN Dragon sign up this week. DraftKings is putting you in action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Elig- eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello LA Kings fans and hockey fans and welcome to episode 31 of season 2 of the Kings Den as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining us here for episode 31 of season 2 of the Kings Den. Lots to get into here, lots to get into this episode as your LA Kings. Couple games to talk about as they started a series against the Vegas Golden Knights. As all, like we talked about last episode, big win against St. Louis after the cancellation against St. Louis. Then a big win against St. Louis. Now they're on to Vegas, continuing this homestand. And what did we say last episode? We said you have 28 games left. You're halfway through the season, so you have 28 games left. 
I believe it's 12 of them, I said last episode, are against opponents above you. Above you. 16 of the games are against teams below you, so you have to take advantage of those. But again, you got you to gotta get points against the big dogs as well, obviously. But you got to take advantage of pl- playing the lower teams, but that's what the Kings weren't doing at the, st- at the start of the second half of the season as they started the second half of the season by welcoming the Las Vegas Golden Knights, or I guess Vegas, just, just Vegas. Vegas Golden Knights to town for the start of a two-game series on Friday night. And, you know, Friday night, Sometimes it's a it's a tough goal of it, like we said with LA Kings. You got nights where they're really good and they've looked really good a lot of the season, but there's a lot of times where they're struggling as well. And you know, this game on Friday night showed a lot why Vegas is where they are, sort of thing, right? Like they're a good team. They're first in the division. They're at the top of the league or right near the top of the league for sure. The Vegas Golden Knights beat your LA Kings four to two in this game. Vegas outshot the Kings thirty three to twenty five in this game. But let's just get to the recap quickly. Jonathan Quick starting in net. Uh, his first starts in a long time, in a few weeks, because, uh, of course, he was a little banged up and such. It was his first start in a while, but Quickie getting the start in this game. And, you know, it's tough when you're facing a good opponent as well. But, you know, the Kings, sometimes I struggle, and like I said. And they had a tough game, and let's just get right to it. First period, 10 minutes in. Actually, in the first period, that was kind of the most action as L.A., outshot uh Vegas 12 to 11 so like 23 shots in the period there was a lot of action in the first period but uh just over 10 minutes in Pacioretty gets his 15th of the year from Mark Stone that made it one to nothing as Pacioretty got a wrist shot past Jonathan Quick again that made it one not one to nothing and then a few minutes later Pacioretty his second of the game 16th of the season from Theodore and Martinez former LA King Alec Martinez that made it two to nothing at the time on the backhand that one passed Quickie Made it two to nothing, and you know, tough start for the Kings again. It was back and forth, and sometimes you have tough starts, slow starts. Sometimes you get unfortunate. This time it was two nothing, but you know, the Kings they've battled all all season long, and sometimes you got to get a goal, a light goal to help you, and then that's exactly what the Kings did. Final minute of the first period, like it was like something like less than twenty, just less than twenty seconds to go in the period out. Alex Iafalo gets his seventh of the season from Kopitar and Doughty. That made it two to one at the time. Just a real, real nice play. Sometimes you just gotta put out the net and find the guy in front, like you do in the old Chell games, right? You just throw it, throw it at the goalie. It goes off his pads and right to the guy char- charging to the net. And that's what happened on this goal. This Kopitar just took it, threw it at the net. It went off the pads and right off the pads of Leonard. Sorry, and right to Iafalo who put it past Leonard and that made it two to one after the first period as Vegas led after the first period by the score two to one. By the way, Alex, I follow trade weight. I know I ever talked about it last episode, but still something, something to think about for sure. It's on, it's been on my mind for sure that, but we'll get to that in a second. And then you get to the uh, second period. Vegas actually dominated the second period. They outshot uh, LA 16 to five in the second period. They just, took over the second period Vegas but you know uh LA tied it up first like uh Matt or Trevor Moore his fourth of the season on a deflection from Matt Roy made it two to two at the time the real nice play but like uh Bornfoot got it over to Roy and Roy just put it on the net and the key thing about this goal was there were sticks in the lane 
Moore was right there, and I believe it was Grunstrom was right there. Both are sticks were in the lane, and the shot goes off Trevor's, Trevor Moore's stick and past Leonard. That tied it at two at the time. And that, that line's still flying, man. The Moore, Grunstrom, Anderson, Dolan line, ever since Anderson, Dolan got back in the lineup. It's been fun to watch. They are a lot of fun to watch. That made it 2-2 two to two at the time. That was Trevor Moore's fourth of the year. Uh, Matt Roy's seventh assist of the year. And Tobias Bornfoot's third assist of the year. Good to see them getting some points as well because you can't, you need some secondary scoring. And of course, the line of uh, Moore, Anderson Dolan, and Grunstrom is rolling. But nice to see some defensemen get points as well other than Drew Doughty, I guess I should say. But then, uh, later on in the period, William Carlson gets his seventh of the year on a, on a tip-in. Really nice goal. That made it uh, that made it 3-2 to two for Vegas at the time. Marshall and Martinez with the assist on that goal. So Alec Martinez, two assists in this game. That made it 3-2 to two at the time. And then it would go to the third period, and the Kings just couldn't get... They outshot Vegas 8-6 in the third period, but they just couldn't get past... They couldn't get any more past Robin Leonard. Uh, I know head coach Tom McClellan didn't think they played very well in this game, but they didn't, they didn't do enough to score, that's all. And there has been some players struggling and we'll get to that in a second but uh carrier scores his first of the season pass quick on a slap shot that made it four to two for vegas in the third period and that would be all she wrote as the kings tried to muster up something but they just couldn't as the vegas golden knights took this game on friday night by the score of four to two like i said patrotti his two goals he was the, the first star of this game uh Alec Martinez, his two assists, a former LA King. He was the second star of this game with those two assists. And Alex Iafalo was the third star of this game with his goal in this game. One positive for the LA Kings in this game. Just under 57% on the faceoff circle. They won the faceoff circle battle for sure. Uh, it was pretty late on the penalties in this game. LA took two. They had a big kill at the late, late in the second period off uh, Trevor Moore. High sticking penalty, but big kill there. Uh, in the third period, though, they their only power play of the chance was in the third period, and again, we've talked. It was like as a hooking call. You got to take advantage of stuff like that, and they just couldn't do it. You just couldn't get advantage on the. You just they couldn't take advantage on the power play. Sorry. So again, it was a tough loss for your LA Kings. The big thing in this game, LA Kings were the more physical team. You don't see that very often. Twenty eight hits in the game, and also in this game, the Kings. On a coach's choice, on head coach Tom McClellan's choice, went eleven and seven in this game. So, uh, it was eleven forwards, seven defensemen. But sometimes you'll see that uh, come out as a strategy, and the Kings went with that in that in the game. I didn't really necessarily agree with it, but uh, Austin Wagner took the line rushes, but then they took him out and they put uh, Curtis McDermott in, which honestly I don't really agree with that move. Obviously, you know how we kind of. And I think how Kings fans, you the fans, feel, understand, like, how you feel about McDermott. Like, why is he kind of in sort of thing? But that's head coach Tom McClellan's coach's decision. And he said that after the game anyways. So, uh, but again, this team struggled a little bit. Like, there are some moments where they played well and some moments where they really struggled. And, you know, head coach Tom McClellan is starting to see that. And he's starting to call some guys out. And even young guys as well. Because, you know, sometimes, sometimes young guys need to be called out. Even ones that have played well lately. Like, we've, we've talked about... Campe at length, how he's so hot and cold, and he's kind of cold again. He was minus two in this game. He had a, he had a shot. He had three hits in the game, which is something you don't see very often. He was fifty percent on the faceoff circle, but the guy kind of want to really zone in on. Actually, kind of the line is 
a line that's played well most of the year when they're together that's really struggling of late is Athanasiu, Velarde, Carter line. So much so that they even got split up a little bit in this game. In this game, uh, Kempe was on the right side of Velarde and Athanasiu, and Carter was down with Lazat. And in line rushes, it was Wagner, but then they went 11-7. and So they did take a few shifts together, obviously. But that line's kind of struggled. The Athanasiu, Carter, Velarde line lately, like, Gabe, let's just look at the at the rookie Gabe Velarde for a second. He had a season low, 9 minutes and 43 seconds of ice time. That's by far a season low for Velarde. He was 37.5% in the face-off circle. Not good enough. And he was a minus 2. Like, he's been struggling of late. There, One of the goals, he was... Like, Ole Mata was in the wrong position, but Velarde's got a cover, and Velarde didn't do a very good of covering on a... It was a bad turnover that... I believe it was the first goal... Yeah, the first goal of the game is a bad turnover. And, like, Motto was in the wrong spot. But Velarde has to go cover. And he didn't cover it very well. And Stone found Patch, Patch Reddy who wired it past quick. And that was the goal that made it one to nothing. It was a... Velarde's got to be there. He just has to. He has to be there. Athanasiu, minus three in this game. He had three shots, but was minus three. He still played just under 18 minutes. And then Jeff Carter, he's really been struggling of late as well in this game he was minus one he had two shots he had three hits he had a block as well it was one of his better games lately but he has been struggling lately as well but just some positives like the anderson dolan more grunts from line they played well anderson dolan over 50 percent in the face-off circle blake lazat almost just under 73 percent in the face-off circle he had a good night in the circle as well of course kopitar uh, just under 65% in the circle. They played pretty well in the circle. But also, uh, just talk about guys struggling as well. Ole Mata still struggling. He was a minus three. And of course, kind of tough for him when he was bat. He had the infection last week that they thought that they thought might have been COVID. He missed a couple games last week. It was just uh, infection. But still, like, tough, tough game. Tough, tough game for this team. Jonathan Quick, he, he wasn't bad. He looked pretty good in that. There was just a few turnovers that cost the kings as well quick made 29 saves in the game as well let's just see quickly how many turnovers did the kings make in this game they had 12 giveaways like that's not good enough that's just not good enough that's way too many giveaways that the kings had in this game so again it was a poor poor game for the la kings again some positives but not a lot and let's just get to what they had to say about the game quickly because of course, there are some things that the team, that head coach Thomas Helen didn't like. And let's just get to him right away. And let's just say, the first question that they got was, what encouraged him about the game? And they say, like usual, we take a punch or two to the face, and then we get ourselves off the mat and we continue to battle. That's in our game. That's in our DNA. But that's a moral victory. I think we're a better team than we played tonight. I think we showed them a little too much respect and disrespected what we're capable of doing. These things, this Thing, there's things that we have to improve on. We'll work on it tomorrow, and hopefully we'll get a better game on Sunday. So, again, the Kings have done this a lot. They've got behind early, and sometimes they just don't... Sometimes they play better, but they don't have enough to come back. And that was kind of like this in this game. And that's the thing where, as a young team, that's going to improve. Like, you want it to improve right away, but as a young team that's growing, like, it's going to improve. Like, moral victories suck. They do. But sometimes they are. And like I wouldn't consider this one a moral victory. It was a tough loss. And a few guys played uh, didn't play so great. But he's right. Like Sometimes the Kings do take a punch or two first and then have to battle back. That's been like that a lot this season. And then 
he just talked about the if the game felt lopsided more than the score indicated. He said, and head coach Tom McClellan said, well, I look at the four goals they ended with, and they happened in and around our paint. We were very poor in about 40, 40 square feet of ice in front of our net. Whether it was tippins, deflections, pass outs from below the goal line, just loose, sloppy at the other end. It took a lot to penetrate the area. They played tighter, harder, heavier, heavier in that area. With that being said, we had some saves, some good saves from Quickie when we needed them. We played hard enough and long enough to stay in the game, but just loose enough to lose it. Let's put it this way: this didn't match the first game of Colorado. We would have, where we would have absolutely stolen it. But the better team won tonight. We were the second best team out there for sure, and that's true. Vegas showed why in this game. Why were the why they were the better defensemen in this game, and then. Just Matt Roy, what he had to talk about, the, what he had to say about the game quickly. He said, uh, just defensively, he said, I mean, I think we could have done a better job. They're a good team and they have a lot of skill. Play, they they make a lot of skilled plays down low. But I think as a team, we could have done better with ending some plays and getting some sticks on those with those passes. And then just about Vegas has a great rush and a great forecheck. And just talking about that, he said, it's something that we talked about. Before the game, they're a good team off the, off the rush, so we wanted to make sure that we had our guys. Uh, we sorted some things out, but for the most part, I think we did a, a decent job of that tonight. And then he, uh, Matt Roy, on his assist in the game and getting more pucks than any, he said the decor as a whole. We need to find a way to start producing offensively. I think we're all trying to get pucks to the net somehow or shoot them wide and hopefully get a tip and start creating some of those. So again, like the Kings, they don't have very much production. Like they have some production from their defense, but not. Not a lot. Let's just take a look here quickly at the points from the defenseman. Like, there's Drew Doughty, obviously. He has 25 points. Uh, he has 25 points from the defensive end. Uh, seven goals, 18 assists on the year. He's played a great... He's had a great season. We've talked about that a little bit. But then you go down the list. The next is Matt Roy with seven points, who just got his uh, seventh assist of the season in this game. Then you go Mikey Anderson has six points. Curtis McDermott has four points. Sean Walker now has five points, I think. Like, you need more production from your defense. First of all, it can't just be one defenseman producing offensively like it has been with Drew Doughty. You need to have more of that as well. But, again, tough loss for your LA Kings in game one of the series as they lost 4-2 to to the Vegas Golden Knights. And then, speaking of Matt Roy, shout out Matt Roy. He's a big part of this team. Today, before or we're recording here, that's Sunday right now. Earlier on Sunday, Matt Roy signed a three-year extension with the LA Kings with the AAV average annual salary of just over $3 million, $3.15 million. So I think this is a great signing by Rob Blake. Matt Roy has played great for this team. He's a great quality defenseman, and he's going to continue to roll for this team. And he's sound defensively. He gets his assists every so often, a goal every so often. He's... The, one of the most consistent defensemen on this team, and it's a great signing for the LA Kings to re-up Matt Roy and keep him for a long time as well. But then you get to uh, Friday or you get to Sunday afternoon, and there's some changes in the lineup because there has to be. Like head coach Hal McClellan kind of pointed some guys out. Like he gave he he made Velarde play a lot less again season low on Friday night. Well. Going into uh, Sunday afternoon's game, lineup, a little bit different. The grunts from Anderson Dolan Moore line, now the second line. He puts uh, Kempe, uh, head coach Tom McClellan, 
puts Kempe at center now of Athanasiu and Carter and Velarde all the way down, taking him off uh, center, putting him on the wing for Lazat and Wagner, which you can argue that uh, what head coach Thomas Holland is doing. Like, you may not agree with it. Like, sometimes I think you just need to keep playing guys to keep them, uh, to get them out of their funk, you know? Like, I I kind of disagree with the demotion of Velarde to the fourth line. I don't think Kempe at center is the answer because he's kind of struggled as well again lately, the last few games. But at the same time, like, there was a time in Ontario where Velarde got sent to the fourth line and he responded. So I think there's a chance he could respond in this game. And and he did. Like, there was a bit that he responded in this game. This is the one that pissed me off more going into this game on Sunday afternoon. You're setting Tobias Bornfoot. Why? Why? We've talked about it at length. Let the kids play. Let the kids play. Bornfoot on Friday night. He had an assist. Bornfoot on Friday night had an assist. He was plus one. He had a shot on net. And he played 11 minutes of ice time. Like, he didn't have a bad night. Like, why are you sitting Bornfoot? I just don't get it. That one, I just don't get why you're sitting Tobias Bornfoot. So, and Sunday afternoon's game, it was a classic pair of Anderson and Doughty, McDerm- and then McDermott and Roy, and then Mata and Walker. And also, speaking of that, great stat on Mikey Anderson and Drew Doughty that they're... I don't, I don't have it in front of me, but it's something about they're the best... D pairing with at five on five with over 300 minutes played. I'll check that out and get back to you, but it is an amazing stat about the defense pairing nonetheless. But despite the lineup changes that are, that again, some Kings fans don't necessarily agree with your Kings came out with a way better effort Sunday afternoon, a great effort as they beat the Vegas golden Knights by the score of three to one. So they split the series with the Vegas Golden Knights, a 3-1 to win for your LA Kings on Sunday afternoon. Vegas actually outshot uh, your LA Kings 42-31, to but your Kings come out with the victory. So actually in the first period, your LA Kings outshot Vegas 10-8 to in the first period, but again, no goals in the first period. 0-0 after the first period, but then you get to the second period. Finally, we've talked about this guy a lot. How he had a great rookie year last year. And he's battled injuries and then kind of been finding his way back this year. Sean Walker gets his first of the year. Cutting to the net. Driving to the net. A little scramble play in front. Sean Walker cuts the net and gets it past Flurry. His first of the year. That from Kopitar and more. That made it one to nothing. Just under six minutes into the second period. Sorry. Sean Walker. His first year. Nice to see him get on the board. And like we just talked about. Scoring from defenseman it's nice to see and uh, someone other than drew doughty i should paraphrase nice to see and then under two minutes later after that uh kings on the power play they take advantage kings on the power play they take advantage dustin brown is team leading 14th of the year on a beautiful pass from alex i follow that made it two to nothing just a nice little such a sick pass from I follow that all Brown had to do is keep his stick on the ice and let it go off his stick and pass flurry that made it two to nothing at the time of uh, Kopitar with the second assist on that goal that brought him to 29 assists on the season we'll get to some insane stats from him in a second but that made it 
two to nothing at the time, and it was two to nothing for your LA Kings after the second period as your LA Kings outshot Vegas fourteen to ten in the second period, and again a power play goal, huge. We've talked about special teams a lot with this team, and it's huge to get a power play goal as your your Kings went one for two on the power play in this game. Uh, but then you go to the third period. Uh, Nosek scores his third of the year for Vegas late in the third period. Uh, Vegas dominated this third period. They did everything to get back in this game. Outshot LA 24-7 to in the third period. But the LA Kings did a great job. Uh, 20 block shots, 22 hits. Just a great job for the LA Kings. Cal Peterson stood on his head once again. Making 43 saves. Sorry, 41 saves in the win. But let's just get to the Vegas goal quickly. A uh, bad turnover by Trevor Moore. Com- comes back the other way. Nosek puts the shot off Peterson. Goes off him and in. You could have argued that he punched it in. But no, it was a good goal. No 6-30 year. That made it 2-1 to one at the time. And as a Kings fan, you're like, oh no. Oh my god. Here we go. Like, it's Vegas. They're going to come back right now. But nope. Less than a minute later, Kings do a great job defensively to cause the turnover. Athanasiu steals the puck and does a great job to create space to get to get Carter space and let him break away a bit. And Athanasiu breaks out a pass to Carter, who gets a breakaway and goes backhand through five hole on Mark Andre Fleury. That made it three to one at the time, and that would be the dagger for the LA Kings in this game as they would go on to beat the Vegas Golden Knights three to one in this game. And like I just said, Carter's been struggling. He's kind of been getting called out a little bit. Nice to see him score. It's his first goal since uh, March 5th and only his third point of the month. So like I said, he's been struggling a little bit lately, but he's looked fresher again lately. And that was a big goal for him to put the game away. So a big three, one win for your LA Kings in this game. So, like I said, you gotta take you gotta battle against the teams that are higher up than you and take advantage of the points of teams lower than you. They split the series against Vegas. So two out of four points against Vegas. Now you gotta build from there. Like I said, first of all, before we go into that, Cal Peterson, first star of this game, forty one saves, just absolutely unbelievable, but standing on his head. And, oh, actually, we got to talk about the goaltending a little more as well in a second because there's some rumors going around about Jonathan Quick. Uh, Drew Doughty, the second star in this game, he was a beast again, especially because I forgot about this detail. Uh, Ole Model left the game with the, with the injury early in this game. Doughty played over 10 minutes in the first period. He ended the game with just over 30 minutes of ice time, 30 minutes and 8 seconds of ice time. Doughty, absolute beast in this game. It's going to be a bit of a struggle, like, you play back-to-backs. You play... And, and you have to travel. It's not far, but you play San Jose tomorrow night. That is... Drew Doughty better get some rest tonight. <laughs> Drew Doughty better get some rest tonight. Because over 30 minutes of ice time, that is nothing to shake your head about. Mount Roy was 26 minutes of ice time. Like, wow. Just a lot of ice time. you got to get ready for tomorrow. Now, Mount Roy also four blocks in the game. That is big as well. But, you know... Like I said, big win for your LA Kings. Big win for your LA Kings. And again, tough with only Mata going, especially with uh, back-to-back tomorrow night. But again, solid game all around. Velarde watch. Less ice time than the last game, man. Like, 
He is struggling of late, but uh, Austin Wagner was the low guy, just over eighteen or eight minutes of ice time. But uh, you got to move on now. Back to backs. You go to San Jose tomorrow. Actually, one more stat about uh, this game. Anse Kopitar, another two assists in this game. Like I said, he's like I've said, he's been awesome this season. Arguably the best player in the West Division. He has been awesome. He's up to 29 assists on the season. That's 37 points. With his 29 assists, Anze Kopitar is up to 646 career assists. That is 69th all-time in the NHL. So there's your nice stat of the episode for you. Anze Kopitar is now 69th all-time in NHL history in assists with 646. So congrats to Anze Kopitar, I guess. That was just a fun little stat there that I saw throughout the course of the game. So your LA Kings back up to 5th in the division at 32 points, 13, 11, and 6 on the year. And just I want to talk about Kopitar quickly. He's up to 37 points now. That will tie him for 5th in the league with... Alex Barkoff and Mark of the Florida Panthers and Mark Shifley of the Winnipeg Jets. So like I said, Kopitar has been elite this year. One of the best players in like He actually takes over his uh, his division's point total. Like I said, he's been right up there. But going into this game, he was actually tied with Mark Stone at 35 points. And Miko Radonin had 35 points as well. But now Kopitar regains his lead on the point on the most points in the division well like i said big win but now you got to get right back to it as your la kings play in san jose on monday night tonight back-to-back games they play 7 30 on monday night the 22nd in san jose and then wednesday night against san jose as well maybe we'll talk talk to the stick hungry boys about the game coming up about those two games as well but again two big games a team that's Lower than you in the standings. You have to take advantage. You have to get games. It's a failure if you don't get three points. You have to get three out of four points in that game. You just have to. You have to get three out of four points. Or if you give up a point in overtime, like you have to get three out of four points and not give up a point, let's say. Let's just say that. And then after that, your Kings have four days off, and then they start another two-game series against Vegas in Vegas. So I'm sure... Because it's so close, obviously, they'll play the two games in San Jose and then spend off-day time and practice time in uh, L.A. and then travel to Vegas. And like I said, what did I say last episode? It's all Vegas and San Jose coming up now. You play just played two against Vegas. You have t- two against San Jose. You have four days off. You then have two against Vegas. And then you once again have two against San Jose. So you're getting familiar with these two opponents right, right away. And, hey, get used to it because that's kind of like what the season is. But this is kind of the most that the Kings have. And it's also going to prepare you for when you play Anaheim for, what is it, four in a row? Five in a row later in the season. Four in a row later in the season. That got changed. It used to be five in a row. So, yeah, it prepares you for that. But just a quick recap. Your LA Kings uh, take go 2-1 and one on the homestand. 2-1-0 and oh on the homestand because uh, they had the first game canceled. That's still yet to be decided when it's going to be made up. But then they beat uh, St. Louis 4-1 to like we talked about last episode. And then they lost to Vegas 4-2. Uh, to And then they just beat Vegas by the score of 3-2-1. And actually, just quickly, 
with that, the series is now... Uh, the Kings got their first win against Vegas this season as the Golden Knights are winning the series 3-1, to but there's still four games left to be played between these two teams. And like I just said, two next week. So we'll be discussing those next week as well. But you got to get through San Jose first, like I said, two in San Jose this week, starting tonight, Monday night against the Sharks. Again, a team that's lower than you, a team that's uh, quite a bit lower than you, above five hundred or below five hundred with a horrible goal differential. You have to t- to take advantage, and hopefully some of the guys can start playing better as well. Like Velarde will get out of his funk. Carter had a huge goal today, so it's going to be interesting to see how these next few games go for the LA Kings. This has been episode thirty one of season two of the Kingston. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. A lot of fun to talk about the LA Kings and how they played. This week, I love talking about the Kings. It's so much fun. And I love that you guys like listening about it. But also, don't forget, tweet us any questions, comments. We want fan interaction. Tweet at us, at the Kings and THPN. Any questions, comments, I'll talk about them on the show. So let me know as well. What do you want to talk about? Just tweet at me, at the Kings and THPN, or at Cunningham Jordy on Twitter. Also, check us out on Instagram, at the Kings and THPN as well. Well, and also we're presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. So don't forget to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet or on Facebook at the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube for all of our great video footage. Just search the Hockey Podcast Network or check us out on Patreon for just $1. You can find all of our exclusive bonus content, including After Hours and so much more. So definitely check us all out there. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of The Kingston. I hope you have a great week wear your mask stay safe and we will talk to you on thursday for episode season episode 32 of season two of the kingdom